Long time no here. Well, this is Christy, Christy Sippy Johnson again, the creator and founder of Empower Her Podcast with Christy Sippy. This is actually the Let Me Adjust My Crown event that was held in July of this year. Um, just a little sneak peek of how things went. Well, it's actually not a sneak peek. It's actually almost the entire event. So sit back or if you're driving, um, enjoy this uh, panel discussion and so much other gems that were dropped during this event. And just kind of, you know, um, send to other people and share with others. Uh, you'll learn a lot of great information. So, you know, let your hair down and let you learn how others adjust their crowns. We're gonna go on and look at these. All right, so it looks like most of everybody here is from Mississippi, but we do have some people in from Chicago, Missouri, Detroit, so Jersey. Like Jersey, yes, y'all all over the place. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, what all we right, think next, go ahead. What are we thinking? Who's the furthest possible? Who's the furthest? Um, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> Geography. <laughs> Jersey, Missouri, South Carolina just popping in. We're going to have to ask Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's pull a bean. <laughs> Who's the furthest? Let's see. You, you looking it up on Google? Uh-huh. I want to say, okay. I guess it's Jersey probably is the furthest. That's over there by New York. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think Jersey probably got it. Now we gotta figure out which one is furthest, east, west, north, or south. Pick a side, east, west, well, north. Well, I guess or you can see who the furthest from Mississippi, so I think we're going with Jersey. Okay, so I think that is Miss Abby. Hold on. Yes. Miss Abby actually will be the furthest. All right. All right. So, Miss Abby. Ms. Shay is over here. It's going to tell you what your prize is. First door prize of the night, of course, y'all. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> I think you, <laughs> your door prize is going to be a pair of earrings for my business. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so Miss Abby, you can um, contact me. You can um, chat to me directly, or I can try to seek another chat to you. And I can get your information and um, we can get those set up so I can get you your earrings. Oh. You're welcome. All right. So we're going to keep it moving because, you know, y'all ready to get y'all 4th of July weekend started. It's just a jump off. So we have the panelist session coming up next. So, Miss Christy, you want to go ahead and um, introduce that segment? 
Yes, indeed. Okay, let me go and get on in here. I don't know if anybody listened to MJ. Um, it's a guy. He does like a lot of um, videos on Facebook and he and Facebook and I think it's YouTube. He's like, get in here, get in here, get in here. I just thought about saying it when I <laughs> when when it happened. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so, all right. So we have the wonderful panel here. I think all three are in the place. All right, so it is Miss Erica Gray, Miss Fatima Barnes, and Miss Khadija Muhammad. All right, so what I'm about to do is unmute these wonderful ladies so they that they can speak. And if I could just interject real quick. If somebody's on their phone and having trouble seeing um, the speakers, you may want to swipe your screen to the left. They may assist you to see who is speaking. I'm sure they're going to have those um, panelists, ladies, at the top. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Let's get to these. Hold on one second. I know y'all like tired. All right, got Miss Erica. Got Miss Khadija. And where is Fatima? Fatima, are you under your husband's name today so happily? I am not. Oh, so he is watching. Okay. He's just watching. <laughs> oh, because I can't find you. That's why. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Where you at, girl? You can't see. Uh-uh. I can't find you. To save my life over here. Girl, I really can't find you. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Whomever that was that told me she is iPhone. Okay. Because, wait, it's two iPhones now. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. <laughs> Woo. Okay. All right, so you're on me. Perfect. Thank you, girl. You done, okay. I think. Because <laughs> I was about to have a fit, like, girl. All right. So we got the spotlight going on. Ladies, if you could introduce yourselves for the um, the guests here who are watching. Is Erica going first? Or... Oh, am I going first? I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> uh, my name is Erica Gray. I am owner of Kirby Chic Boutique and also Purpose Driven Consulting, where I help um, small businesses particularly uh, those looking to start or build their boutiques to help um, do so. I've had a boutique myself for almost six years now. And I guess that's it. Okay. All right. Next is Miss Khadija. Hi, everybody. My name is Khadija Mohammed. I am an entrepreneur, I'm a craft artist, designer, 
um, owner of Designs by Deej, which is a three-dimensional greeting card and gift shop. Um, Specializing in handmade items, all unique, one-of-a-kind, keepsakes. And I began my business like late 2016. After I saw a gap in the market for greeting cards, I would go to the store and literally see people in the aisle for like 30 minutes, um, agonizing over what card to get, you know. And so I specialize in three-dimensional cards, you know, something that's a work of art and structural, something that um, the recipient will be able to treasure for a lifetime. And so I've got the cards and the gifts. I expanded from the greeting cards into also doing illustration art on pillows, umbrellas, tote bags, all kinds of items. And so it's just really um, empowering art that speak to the strides, strengths, and struggles of the culture. And so, that's me. Okay, I think I'm unmuted now. Can everyone hear me? So um, my name is Fatima Barnes and I am an entrepreneur. I also have a podcast called Let's Talk Travel with the Pretty Wanderer because I am a travel enthusiast uh, and a travel hacker. So I travel the world and I give tips on how to do so. I am also a uh, business coach and I am in the process of getting ready to fully launch that as I'm just in my beta program right now and I've been doing it unofficially for years now. I am also the owner of a trucking company as well with my husband called Barnes Trucking and Logistics and I am in HR for FedEx corporate headquarters here in Memphis so I dibble dabble in a lot um, but I am just a lover of life and culture and business and all things positivity. Your mic is off, Christy. We can't hear you. It's showing that your mic is off, but I can't. We can't hear you. Okay. What about now? Yes, we can hear you now. Perfect. And um, okay. someone was saying, "What is the first name of the last um, panelist?" It's Fatima, right? Yes, Fatima Bond. Fatima Bond. <laughs> okay. All right, so y'all can see me, y'all can hear me. You're welcome, Brianna. Y'all can see and hear? Yes, no, maybe so. I'm working off two things at one time. Okay. All right. Uh, wait, Darlene M says she can't see me. Hold on. I'm going to start the camera on one. I'm, I'm using two, two things at one time. Hold on. I'm going to end. I'm going to leave meeting. Now we can't hear you again. 
Come on, technology guy. Can you be with us? You can't hear you. Okay. Do y'all see me? Y'all hear me? We can hear you, but we can't see you. Do you have it on speaker view? Did you change the view for the panelists? Oh, Father God. <laughs> mm, it's okay. Oh, Lord. Father God. I think I, I made you host. Hold on. folks all right i think i'm good now okay perfect <laughs> okay so um yes sorry for that slight delay a moment ago i guess technology said uh -uh, you can't run two screens at one time y'all i had like the ipad going and the iphone it was doing a lot of weird stuff so um i do thank y'all for being on excited to have the panelists on they did just introduce themselves so we're gonna get around to the first question Typically, this is a question I always ask on the episode, but I'm going to let them tell it in their own way. Um, whichever panelists want to go first, they can. Um, so the question is, what brought you into being an entrepreneur? Whichever panelist wants to go first. I can oh, well. go, Christy. I can go. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, so I, I think I told, told this story before, but I, I've always been a business savvy person. When I was a child, I was the one that always want, I just was always wanting to do business. I was influenced by the culture of watching, you know, different things on TV and saying like, oh, I want to be that person that wears the suit and carries the briefcase. And with me just having that naturally business savvy attitude, I knew that I always wanted to be an entrepreneur at some point. Um, of course, life happens and you go to college and you do different things. And then it always just sort of brought me back to entrepreneurship, no matter how hard I tried to escape it. So um, I, I just want to say for me, the love of entrepreneurship was just always there even as just young as a child and I don't know where it came from but it was just there and it's it's something that you just got to be passionate about and I have definitely been very passionate about it 
for all as for as long as I can remember. So I, I can't pinpoint that one moment or that one thing that just made me want to do it. I just know that it's something that I've always just wanted to do. Awesome. All right. So Khadija or Erica. Can you hear me? Yes. Well, with me, um, growing up, I've always been surrounded by entrepreneurship. I'm a member of the New Nation of Islam. And growing up, um, I watched members of the of our organization just turn the kids up to their own business. And it really showed me what entrepreneurship was, you know, just seeing that every day of my life. And it really, you know, helped me to actually in my business even now to really just take those fundamental go um, tools that I saw all my life and just really apply it to my own business. And so I've always kind of dabbled in entrepreneurship as well. I remember having a babysitting club group or whatnot where I would get paid to watch the children, the community children and you know, that kind of thing. So it's always been something that I've seen, you know, just surrounding me, but I didn't really expect to be like at the forefront of a business like I am now, like managing, been at the top, calling all the shots. And so it's a different, it's a different kind of avenue, but it's been a rewarding journey. And I've learned a lot in these couple of years I've been in business and really taught me a lot about myself and just business in general. Okay. And Erica. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think for me, um, after that second child, um, have, let me say, having a child will <laughs> motivate you to do things that you probably never even thought of. And after that second one, I decided that um, I really wanted to go into business for myself. I wanted to um, manage my time um, and manage the time that I spent with my children better. And I also wanted to set an example for them, have them um, have something to look up to, to see what it was like to run a business, to own your own and have your own. So they, are, they are a major part of why I do what I do. And I've All right. Look like one of our panelists got stuck there. I'm Are you sorry, back? I'm back? Can you okay. hear me? Hello. Hey, Erica. We hear you. Okay. 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 So, um, I've always had a love for fashion. That's where the uh, boutique started from um, and I got that from my mother so um, that's what I started with that's what I decided um, was one of my passions is one of my passions and so I started with uh, owning a boutique okay awesome. okay so next question which since Fatima's answer the first question first we're gonna let khadija answer the first question first erica answer second and fatima answers third um this question here is are you employed with a nine to five 
or eight to five or nine to six or however you do it. Cause I know it's third shifts and et cetera shifts. Um, and if so, how do you balance your work life and your hustle? So I am employed with a nine to five and really it's all about prioritizing and, you know, making out my schedule as to, for instance, I'm I take a lot of orders online. So I work my nine to five and then, you know, take a couple hours in between to do whatever I need to do, whether it be dinner or, you know, whatever I have to do in between those few hours. And then I get right on the orders. Sometimes I'm up to three o'clock in the morning, but finishing up orders that have to get out the next day. So it's really just about, and me, myself, I have to make me a, a list, you know, in order to see everything, check out, check out everything that I need to do. And so the, the list really helps me to really manage my time. And once I'm off work, the nine to five, um, right on the grind, trying to, you know, get those orders out, make my customers happy. And so I'm managing to make it work so far. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Khadijah. Okay, Erica. I do have a nine to five work for um, a Head Start and I work in the office. So um, I do a lot of other work at work. Don't tell nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have, my boutique is solely online. So I do a lot of um, things online, you know, processing the orders, getting orders online. Um, and I do do a lot of events. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be off during the summer months. So I'm able to do a lot more during that time. Um, plan my months out a little bit better. And I do a lot of events. I do those mostly on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So I'm traveling a lot on the weekends uh, for the boutique and um, having my own events that I like to put together. So I try to balance all of that and manage my time, you know, um, planning for the week and then, um, you know, actually doing it on the weekends or on my off days or things like that. Okay. Definitely understand that about doing work while at work. I got a bad doing it. <laughs> but it, it's, <laughs> I, I guess it's from one entrepreneur to the next. It's kind of like an unwritten rule where one it's either one or two things like Khadija said about staying up late as well as just trying to make things work while at your nine to five. Cause you know, they, they have the statement or the, I guess the kind of mantra some people use that you use your nine to five to pay for your dream. So if you didn't have it, you know, so last but not least, Ms. Fatima. Okay. Um, I do have a nine to five and like the other ladies, it is all about time management and prioritizing. Um, you have to prioritize your business, but your nine to five also pays you to be able to fund your business. Um, I am very fortunate that in my nine to five at the level that I have made it to, 
my schedule is very much flexible. It's my own. And I have the freedom in that job as well to manage it how I see fit um, because I'm running my program. And so I kind of make my own deadlines and I kind of can decide what my day looks like other than some of those meetings and things like that that I have to be in. So I too do a lot of work while at work, other work while at work, um, because I can actually just put it in my calendar and say like, don't book me for anything during this time. It, my calendar's busy, it's blocked off. So don't tell nobody that either. But I, I, it is about, uh, for me, there are times that I'm up one and two o'clock in the morning working on stuff because managing multiple businesses, there, there are times that I am at work and I'm taking phone calls for this or taking phone calls for that. So now I'm kind of at the point where I'm just kind of planning my escape of okay when can i replace this salary so hopefully by next year it could be a full-time entrepreneur uh kind of thing but i i also love my nine to five so i'm not one of those for me it's not i just i hate what i do i'm very fortunate that i i'm also working in my nine to five doing something else that i'm passionate in so that does kind of make it a little bit easier but it's important for me, the biggest thing is just time management. And so I have to balance all of that out and I have to plan out exactly when I do this, when I do that, when I'm working on this and only this and when I'm working on that and only that. And yeah, it is a lot of after hours, late nights, early mornings. Mm -hmm. So I can agree with the other ladies on that. Absolutely. So as you know, as the people are listening, if there's somebody who kind of is interested in, you know, owning a business or looking into like, what's the, I guess the pros and the cons. I mean, you hear a lot of pros. So um, <laughs> it's a lot of dedication, a lot of work being put into it. So of course, like, like Fatima said, just kind of um, making sure that you know, extra nine to five, if you do kind of have some kind of flexibility to kind of be a little transparent, not 100% transparent, saying, hey, look, I got something to do with my other job, but to be able to let them know, hey, you know, if, if the flexibility is 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 there. Even with uh, Miss Erica, she mentioned about her working with the schools and her kind of utilizing it in summertime to kind of um, maybe like take some breaks during the daytime and kind of get herself together with her online boutique. Um, Ms. Khadija also mis mentioned about being up at night, working, grinding, making things happen. So with that, because um, of course we did talk about the nine to five first, I, um, which we wouldn't be, I get, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention about this part, because this is where a lot of our stereotypes come from and other things that they mention about women that are entrepreneurs or grinders or creatives and etc so how do you ladies which erica will be the first one to answer um how do you balance holding a family spouse or yourself being an entrepreneur how do i balance it <laughs> <laughs> um goodness well, um, of course the kids come first. Um, mine, they, they're kind of getting to sports. They don't play a whole lot of sports just yet. Um, they're 7 and 12. My 12-year-old, uh, he wants to play sports this upcoming school year. 
So, you know, that takes a lot of time up, you know, and I take my hat off to those football moms and those basketball moms, because that's a lot of work. That's, that's like having another job. So, um, but I try, you know, my kids are always with me, even if I have to take them to events or I've done fashion shows. Mommy, you got a fashion show this weekend? I'm like, yep. <laughs> so they already know what I'm doing. They, you know, they see me working. They know I have a business. They know what I'm doing in my business. Um, and they're, you know, they try to help as much as possible. Um, they're both boys, so they, you know, don't get into all of that. But they do try to help me out as much as possible. Um, but I try to balance time with them, you know. I try not to overbook myself um, so that I do have time to do other things. You know, you can't say yes to everything. Um, mm -hmm. You have to know um, what's going to be best for you, what's going to be best for your business. You have to know, you know, the right networking to get into. You know, everything is not for you. Um, and I was just talking with someone about that earlier today. Everything is for everybody. So you have to know what's best for you, what's best for your business, um, how to spend your time, where to spend your time. And, I mean, you're not going to have it all figured out at first. That takes time. Um, you know, it's like you have to see what's trending. You have to see what's, you know, trending for your business. So, um, like last year, I did a lot of fashion shows, you know, this year I wasn't able to do that, especially because of COVID, but, um, this year I kind of got into more of the brunch thing. So you just have to know what's best for you, where you need to be and, um, kind of, you know, divide your time up like that. Um, I don't have a spouse, so I don't have to worry about um getting fussed at for going here and there and staying up all night if I want to stay up all night working in bed so um I you know that's what I do I you know as the other ladies have stated you know those are nights that you will have to do that um but it's just you know depending on your um you know your drive if you are really passionate about what you're doing you know, you're going to make that time for what you're trying to accomplish. So that's that for me. Perfect. And girl, that's fine about not having a, a spouse. It's coming. You know, we always have them sidebar conversations all the time. <laughs> all right. So we're going to let, <laughs> we're going to let Khadija go in the middle and then Fatima last. Well, how I divide my time is, um, or how I balance my, my time is really, during the week, I try to focus mainly, use that time to focus on orders, you know. And then on the weekend, everybody knows that Sunday is family night. You know, we get together, we watch a movie, we mm -hmm. make, we bake, you know. So that some, Sunday, I don't schedule anything as far as any work hours. It's just totally family day. And so... And then sometimes on Saturdays, too, it just really depends on, you know, what's going on that day. But um, like Erica said, it's really just about dividing up your time and you make time for what you truly want to do. So it's just about 
um, script, like I said in my previous answer, I, I, I write everything down. I'm a writer. So I literally write my schedule out and, and I try to follow it. And, you know, I'm not, I don't always follow it, but for the most point, for the most part, I know what I have set out to do for that day and I try to get it done. And then Sunday, found day. So. Hey, that's perfectly fine, Khadija, because, I mean, even if you don't actually follow, like, a complete plan or maybe got some things left off, at least you know where to start back the next day. Right. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Next, we have Fatima. Same question. How do you balance the, well, you, you got a dog, so <laughs> you, you somebody mama. <laughs> I'm a dog mom. I'm a dog mom, but, and she is very much always wanting attention. So for me, balance is important because it's, it's sometimes I have to, I, I, when I can feel myself getting out of alignment, right? I have to step back and look at what's important and refocus. So sometimes it's easy to get off balance, right? Sometimes things are more demanding than others. Sometimes there are times where it can get really, really demanding to do this and to do that. And I, I would be lying if I said I always got it right and it was always perfect, but I can feel when I'm starting to get off of that alignment. So I take a step back to adjust myself and align myself with source and self. And so for me, that's important. Um, even if like right now I have to take a break from social media, sometimes it's set for just business, right? Because sometimes I can, I can look and say, you know what, I'm spending entirely too much time. I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed already. And now I'm looking at how much time I'm spending on Facebook, the outside of business. And I'm okay. You know what? I need to take a step back. Another part of that is having healthy boundaries in your life with yourself as well. Because like Erica said, sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes you can't go to everything, you can't do everything, you can't be everything. And so for me, having that balance and trying to make sure I always stay alive, I may have to say no. I, you won't miss any money. Someone's not going to not order for you if you can't, you know, if you take a day to not do anything. Things are going to get done. Things are going to be there. And so once I really learned to get that in my head, it's a it, it always goes back to time management, but sometimes there are things that I realize that I can do that can help out a lot. And that's not spending three hours on Facebook a day or, you know, just doing unnecessary, you know, sometimes you need a no to do nothing day. And so balancing that in your life, that's important. But for me, having a spouse, it's, um, it's important, especially with having a spouse that I'm also in business with, right? We own the trucking company together. Setting times that we're going to talk about it and having a designated space, which is our office, that we talk about it and not talking about it outside of that and not talking about it outside of those times to make sure that we remain connected because that marriage is, is going to come first. Um, and also for me, as far as finding balance, um, I think the biggest thing is having a spouse that is supportive and that also truly understands and supports everything that you do. Because my husband understands that, you know, she's going to be up till two o'clock in the morning sometimes. And he supports whatever I have to do. And so I think that whatever that you do, I still balance time for him and for our family days, like uh, Khadija mentioned, like having a day where I don't focus on it and I focus up just on him and everything else. But I do make that time for him as well. But it also helps 
to have someone in your life and to have friends in your life that are supportive of what your ventures are and what you have to do so that you don't feel guilty about those times when you are off balance or you are kind of out of whack and you trying to get it back together because I've had to send out messages to friends before like, hey y'all, if I seem a little distance, I got a lot going on, don't take it personal. It's, it's nothing. It's just, I got this, 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 this. Okay, girl, cool. We understand. We're here if you need me. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a part of just staying aligned and being true to yourself. That's what I have really noticed that keeps me able to balance everything out. Perfect. Perfect. And two, it's good to kind of hear different perspectives. Um, is that, you know, I guess because you know family is very important of course but sometimes like when, when we are trying to balance the two you don't want to seem like you that person that kind of puts um work ahead of family even though sometimes we are making our business a stepping stone for our families our future families or you know to be able to support our loved ones being you know being that they supported us growing up so it's definitely good to hear that one Khadija said she spends family time she takes out a little bit of time uh, each week to be around family Erica saying that her sons pretty much kind of show up and then she also shows up for them at their games and things like that uh, which made me think about, I think, one of the fashion shows. I think it was the one I hosted, and they were kind of running around and helping out. So it's always good to see them. Um, and even during your episode of the podcast, you said, well, maybe this boutique will help them want to be owners and want to be boutique owners um, or want to do whatever they want to do in the future so that they're pretty much kind of learning, you know, watching mama grow up and be an entrepreneur. One day they'll be their own entrepreneurs. And then Fatima, um, mentioning about her her husband actually i'm sorry i ended up sliding over um but team and her husband actually owning a, a company a trucking company outside of her working her nine to five outside of her doing her entrepreneur thing you know her her husband outside of spending time okay, together. I mean, five minutes it's only five minutes uh, i'm sorry i don't know who that was I think that was a mommy moment um <laughs> you know um spending that time you know talking about business which is uh, goals um i will say i always tell you that so um you know it's just always something to think about especially being that in today's society oftentimes especially on television and stuff when you see the entrepreneur black woman she is single she don't want to be with no man uh or either she is longing for one but probably don't know how to get there so at least we know in the day-to-day -day, there are some hopefuls there are some women that are doing it and there are some that you know is in the process so that's amazing to know and beating the stereotype of what that looks like. Cause y'all, it's be so many TV shows out now that make it look like that um, these women are married, they unhappy, they own businesses, everything is just going haywire. Or it's like they are single and they're like, nobody wanna talk to me cause I own a business and I'm doing better than them. So yes, like Christian said, it's discouraging. So at least we know we got three women here that's proven. Um, like I said, Erica gonna get her man. Erica gonna be married soon. Jazz got a stepdaddy. Them sugar has stepdaddy, so not just playing. But serious, um, you know, it's coming. So at least we see what it is for for that. So um, and I told the audience to send in some questions that they have, and I'm gonna ask those in a moment. 
um look like Amanda has her hand raised. Um hold on one second, Amanda. When we get to the questions, because we got two more questions, then I'm gonna roll it over to them so we can make sure we in time and compliance with time. All right, so this question before the last question, which this will start off with Fatima here, with COVID-19, because you know I was not gonna leave little COVID out of the picture, y'all. All right, so with COVID-19, the racial climate and so much more is going on today. Of course, like, y'all, I don't know. It's, it seemed like me just taking that deep breath was just, it was a nice little sigh because almost every day is something new going on. If it's not dealing with the climate, like the physical climate, weather-wise, it's something with someone get on. Um, oh, you did accident. Okay. Um, it's okay. Uh, it's something going on amongst the people. It's something going on with the environment, something going on with energies, etc. So with all of that going on, and you did mention about taking a break, and you did mention about just telling your friends and family, hey, you know, look, I'm going to hit y'all up when I got time. How do you feed your mental health? Well, for me, girl, mental health is everything. And I, I am unfortunately one of those people that learn the hard way how important it is to take care of self. And that's why I always make sure that self is where self needs to be, if that makes sense. I do go to therapy, you know. Therapy has been life-changing for me. I am not ashamed about it. I talk about therapy all the time. I have my therapist on the podcast. Like, I love therapy. I enjoy it um, because I suffer from anxiety. I am one of those people, and I think it comes from the perfectionist in me, maybe, and the, the control freak and want everything to be like I want it to be. I will admit I'm one of those people, and maybe that's why I'm an entrepreneur as well. But for me anxiety was a huge huge part of me and i didn't know how to put a name on what i was experiencing at the time so of course when you can't put a name on it you don't know how to handle it and you don't know how to to deal with what you're doing because you don't even know what you're feeling and why you're feeling it and so i i i go to therapy and that's a big part of my life um and sometimes even when I don't think anything is wrong, I go. And then I find myself in therapy, like, oh my God, I didn't even think that was wrong today. She's like, what do you want to talk about today? And I'm like, I don't really have much. And before I know it, I'm like, you know, just purging it all out and, and, and digging deep. And therapy for me has just been critical to my mental health. Um, and once again, establishing those healthy boundaries in my life with friends, family, whoever, um, I think a lot of times, a lot of the issues that we have mentally come from lack of boundaries in our life. Um, we're trying to be everything for everyone. And I had to learn the hard way that you can't pour from an empty cup. So once I kind of got that concept and went to therapy and, and also meditating and just following people that are positive on social media and inspirational and always staying inspired that keeps my mental where it needs to be and also just not surrounding myself with negativity if there is someone in my life that I feel is negative or if there are situations or if it's too much drama I don't have time I'm going to separate myself and so I just try to make sure that I surround myself with positivity. And if I feel like I'm being negative, I check myself. 
I check myself and say, why did you say that? You know, you gotta be, you also gotta be on, you gotta be hard on yourself too when you find yourself doing those kind of things and being negative because that mindfulness is everything. So you have to practice mindfulness in your life because if you don't, it's going to spill over into everything else, right? Then I can't be the best wife I need to be. I can't be the best dog mom I need to be. I can't be the best, you know, uh, coworker, whatever the case may be. And so, speaking positive inner thoughts to myself and checking myself when I don't. And so I think it all just plays a role into your mental health because if you are in a position or if you're in a situation where you are surrounded by so much negativity, I think you need to reevaluate that environment because that's detrimental to your mental health. And so once people realize how important mental health actually is and they actually take it serious and if you have to go to therapy, I know for me being able to put a name on what I was experiencing, which was my anxiety, was like, it was the big thing for me. Cause it was like, now when I do that, it's like, girl, that's your anxiety. Let's go through the steps that your therapist taught you to do when you find yourself doing that. And so now I'm able to, okay, what am I doing? I'm, I'm catastrophic. It hasn't even happened yet. And I'm saying that it's going to happen. So when it happens, I got to go through that emotion twice and I didn't even have to. You know, so for me, that that's everything. And that's just, it's important. And I think Black women need to take it way more seriously than we do. Yes, yes, that's a word. And like I always tell you, it's good that, you know, um, hearing a success story of a person going to therapy, especially that, I guess, in the Black community, oftentimes people don't believe in going to therapy don't believe in going to therapists don't believe in you know just sitting down talking to someone and um just kind of understanding because the thing about therapy is it's going to break those walls it's going to to have you think about things you didn't think about or trying to connect things that has happened in your life and answer those questions about why you are who you are today um it's it's one thing to say I'm just the way I am, but it's another one to actually break down what is causing this behavior. Why is this behavior constantly happening? And why are we constantly getting the results? Because one thing about, I guess, the word of stupidity is that you're constantly trying to do the same thing over again, asking for different results. Not calling anybody stupid, but it's saying that's actually what stupidity or craziness or just constantly doing something over and over again, expecting a different result. And it's always the same thing. So really good for Tima. So we're going to move to Miss Erica. And then we're going to do Khadijah last um, as it relates to COVID-19 and everything that's going on with mental health. Well, um, I think that a lot of times, you know, the media puts out so much information uh, so many different different contrasting views on the events that's going on in the world. And sometimes you just have to disconnect for a little while. Um, all of that information can be very overwhelming. Um, you see so many things, you know, um, so many instances of, you know, police brutality and um, just people, you know, <laughs> People fighting at, at the store and pulling guns out on each other at Walmart. I mean, it's like, you know, you're like, oh, the world is going crazy. But, you know, sometimes it's just too much and you just have to um, 
disconnect yourself and, you know, take those breaks, especially from social media, because, you know, um, the popular opinion is going to run, run wild on social media. So, um, you know, and that may not be your opinion on things. So, you know, and people are, you know, going back and forth on social media about all these different issues. So I just have to, you know, like Fatima said, if it's not about business, I try to distance myself from it um, because that peace of mind is better than trying to, you know, be with the popular opinion, in, in my opinion. So um, I do that. I also like to journal. Um, I find that to be very relaxing and comforting. Um, even if you're just going to write down your plans, you know, write down where you see yourself, write down, you know, where you want to be, where you want your business to be. Um, you know, write down what works and what doesn't work, you know, not just in business, but in life in general, you know. Um, so I'm like, um, to be, I like to write. I always have, have, um, in, um, in journals and poetry and different stuff like that. So I like to write that's, that's kind of an escape um, from all that goes on. And um, I would also say, you know, um, I think Fatima just spoke about, you know, choosing who you are, um, you know, spending your time with, choosing who, um, you know, you may have a friend or two that you open up to, that you can talk to, um, that you relate with, you know, or you may have a group. Um, but I've learned, especially since starting a business that, um, and I think Steve Harvey talks about this a lot, everybody can't go with you. And um, <laughs> there are people, you know, in your circle that, may not need to be in your circle and mm -hmm. and especially if you are starting a business you're going to find out who those people are you don't even have to question them you don't have to you know they're going to be revealed they're going to reveal themselves so um you know just be cautious i think of uh, the people that are in your circle, the people that you are opening up to, that you are letting in. I'm, you know, by no means am I saying not trust people, not have a circle, but just be uh, cautious. You know, pick your choose that circle wisely. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like Fatima said, to avoid that negativity that you really don't need to deal with. So I think those are some things that I do um, to try to keep a peace of mind and to keep a, a, a good mindset in these troubling times. Yes. Yes. Like when you said about um, kind of learning who your friends are, <laughs> friends, family, constituents, yeah, etc. <laughs> Oh, you will learn fairly quickly. Um, you know, mainly, I guess that phrase that people always say, a stranger will support you before your own kin. That is true. I'm not saying my family does it, but just it's stories, you know, um, people kind of looking like who she thinks she is or why she doing that, you know, especially if it's something out of the box. 
or something that they don't think that you should do or they don't think that you are kind of qualified to do in a sense right. so right. um yes that is a word there so we're gonna let miss khadijah um answer about how she handles her mental health then we're gonna get, go into the last question and then we're going to let the audience, uh, they kind of wrote a couple of questions. Oh, yes, Sharika, jealousy and envy is real. <laughs> we're going to let the audience, uh, if y'all haven't, go on and type your questions in there. We're going to let the audience answer those questions. I mean, not the audience, y'all. The panelists answer the questions that you guys will have. All right, so I'm going to let it over to Ms. Khadijah. Well, as far as mental health, um, mental health is most important. That's like at the top of the totem pole and then everything else is a domino effect. So if your mental is not right, everything else is just gonna fall apart. So um, I'm like what Fatima said, I believe, where you just have to surround yourself by people. You know, when you're having those moments, surrounding, your, surrounding yourself by the people that know you the best, know you the most and love you and know that, um, you know, that they'll give you, they have your best interest at heart and they'll give you the advice that you need to hear at that particular point may not be what you want to hear but they'll give you what you need at the particular moment in time and then also um in regards to mental um you know uh i think erica talked about it as far as everything being so heavy you know watching the news these days and COVID 19 and you know even if you haven't been personally affected just seeing it you know seeing all those deaths on the right side of your screen can really do something to your mind brain you know so it's important to kind of disconnect um, you know, turn off the TV and Facebook or whatever the case may be and just um, get a sense of rejuvenation and re readjust your mind frame um, any way that you feel comfortable doing. You know, with me, sometimes I'll just completely just turn off everything completely and just um, maybe start uh, writing or, you know, I'm, I'm a songwriter too, so I'll write songs or I might just work on new projects. I'll go on YouTube and learn new crafts, which is what I've been doing a lot to build my business, is just learning new things to add to the business. And while I have this time off, you know, because it can be pretty heavy and you kind of just have to kind of disconnect from all of it. You want to stay connected to a certain point because it's important to, but at the same time, it's also important to kind of step away and not let your mind frame be so bogged down because when you do that, you're no good and you mm -hmm. can't, like she said, somebody said, you can't pour out of the empty cup, so. Yes, yes. That is a word there too, about, you know, not, um, you know, you, you can't pour out of an empty cup. I mean, it, it won't be anything left. I got this empty water bottle. I, I Of course, ain't nobody swallow water left. So, you know, just think about like your energy. If it's, if it's been eaten up, basically, you have nothing left. Um, it's just like when people, I guess, have worked like overnight and oftentimes they like sleep kind of get knocked off. And then if they do want to go some, go to something during the day, they're like, I can't do this. So just think about that balance. Think about that. Um, think about that, I guess, how you utilize your time, how you utilize your energy. All of this is important. You know, it, it all kind of coincides all together. When our mental is not together, our physical can can get it it can get some damage to it. Um, you know, people often wonder, especially like uh, things like cancer, um, diseases like cancer and other 
of viruses oftentimes some people the reason why they can kind of be i guess very transparent or very resilient to it is because of their just how they're kind of coming to understand of course they may have a therapist of course they may have a friend sample of course they may have they may utilize some tools to kind of get through which that helps them um you know when i like i said with our physical and our mental they they work side by side just want to be honest with y'all they work hand to hand so definitely um want to do those things like what miss erica mentioned about just kind of uh, utilizing our focus and our you know what we spend our time on khadija mentioned about unplugging and also fatima mentioned about going to a therapist which is awesome um because like i mentioned earlier <laughs> therapy is so important y'all like it i guess from somebody who's been in the field went to school for it and everything just understanding how all of it works because like you mentioned about mouthfulness I'm, I'm gonna say this i'm gonna disclose this when my grandma died it was like two years ago i actually i want to say i just got into the mindfulness class so my first day she had died and i was like dang like this is gonna be hard how i'm gonna take this class how i'm gonna get through it i got through because it was like it's kind of understanding your inner self it's kind of hearing what that inner self is saying you might need to take a break you might need to take some time and understand what's really going on with that body um we was doing yoga in the class crazy uh, we would start the class out with yoga then go right into mindfulness activity we learned about mindfulness walking mindfulness eating mindfulness um it, it's mindfulness behind everything so y'all sorry eyes water um but yes you do want to um take that time and maybe look up some mindfulness activity Okay. All right, so last but not least, the last question. Um, I was terribly watering y'all, sorry. Um, got a little emotional there. All right, so last question is, what are you doing? Because we talked about the physical. Well, we talked about that balance relational. Uh, we talked about the work life. We talked about mental health. So now we're going to talk about our spiritual health. How are we feeding ourselves spiritually? Because I think that's one of those, again, that oftentimes people do not take into consideration when being entrepreneurs. So we're gonna let uh, Khadija answer the question first, then Fatima, and then Erica last. So when it comes to spiritual, um, I'm a very religious person, obviously. And so that is the, the whole, at the whole forefront of who I truly am. You know, so you all, you always have to kind of um when things get rough fall back on your faith even when things are not rough when things are going good also fall back onto your faith because if you don't have something you know if you don't have that that background then mm -hmm. when things get tough you're just gonna fall and you're gonna break but it's important to have you know that faith and something that you can you know, seek counseling in when things get tough and just really rely upon when when you need it the most Yes. Okay. And for Tango? Oh, okay. <laughs> so for me, spiritually, I think I think we've all said kind of how, and I love how Khadija said that when you're spiritually right, everything else is kind of the domino effect, right? Like that mental health and that spirituality and everything else is the domino effect of that. And for me, spirituality keeps me 
keeps my cup full and running over and then it pours into everyone else. So I don't have to worry about trying to pour from an empty cup because I make sure my cup is full that it runs over and that's how I'm able to be what I am to so many people. And so had, do I, whatever you choose to believe in, I think it's important to believe in something right? Whatever higher power you decide, whatever the case may be, I think it's important to believe in something. But that relationship that I, I feel that I have with God, speaking to God on a daily basis, and making sure that I'm always in tune and in, involved and spiritually involved, and I listen to the voice of what I feel is spiritually telling me, you know, I, I listen to that spirit of discernment. I listen to those spirits because that keeps me where I need to be, right? I think that spirituality keeps me on that path. And honestly, that's how I'm able to do it all. I'm definitely able, that's how I'm able to balance it all, right? Because I'm giving that through the source, right? So I just feel like it's, it's extremely important to stay in tune in your spirituality, whichever way that you are, um, or whichever route that you choose, because that is literally the source of it all. That's the source of whatever you do, that's gonna be key. And so I think that for me, it's everything. Awesome. It's definitely a lot of wholeness that comes uh, from religion like we almost you can't run away from it spirituality you can't run away from it um whatever your belief is it kind of the whole thing about believing in something um being uplifted being empowered it kind of goes across the board um faith having faith in something um <laughs> it it kind of goes across the board no matter what that higher being is um it always finding that purpose um in it um last but not least is miss erica and also if you guys have a question you definitely might want to go on and type it in look like we only got one two look like we only got two questions but if there's anybody else that got any questions or comments definitely put it into the chat box and i'll read them off okay erica um i think that um I'm definitely a spiritual person, um, more so than religious person. Um, but I definitely think that you need to, um, whoever you believe in or whoever you pray to, make sure you're doing it. Um, you know, I pray over my family daily, you know, myself. Uh, I pray over my business. Um, and... I try to each day, you know, train my relationship with God um, because it's very important. Um, you might not go to church every Sunday or every other Sunday or whatever day that, you know, they have service, but um, I think having a relationship with God is important. Um, you know, making sure that... Um, I don't want to say living right. <laughs> Making sure that you are, you know, being the best person that you can be. Um, you know, the, the old saying of treating others how you want to be treated. And, um, 
you know, doing those kind, doing what you feel is right. You know, follow your intuition, follow your first mind. Um, I think those are some of the things that I try to um, to focus on and and to go by. Um, and just you know, having a having a good relationship with God, like I said, praying and and um, praying over my family and my business. I try to make sure I do that daily. Yes, absolutely. And you know, just I guess it's just the idea that it kind of okay. <laughs> okay i guess one of the things that um i had learned on my job uh, we was talking about a training uh we was comparing i guess the things that hold dear to us especially like with our spiritual our mental our physical even our work or even us learning new things is similar to the spokes on a tire on a wheel so you know like these spokes on the wheel kind of keeps the wheel moving it keeps the it keeps the wheel which is on a tire for it to move if a spoke is broken the wheel will not move let me say that again if the spoke is broken on the wheel the wheel will not move so we do have to take care of our holistic selves in order to be productive in order to be the person that we want to be in order to be the, the best entrepreneur we want to be uh, being the best mother we want to be in the future for me in the future <laughs> uh, to be the uh, best wife or a girlfriend or a spouse or partner or life partner whatever you call your significant other being that best person for them being the best person in your family being the listener being a friend being all of that in order to be the best productive person that you can be for yourself you have to be you have to find that balance and you have to create that balance and sometimes it may mean cutting some people off or kind of muting some people for a moment and my mute i mean physical and online because y'all know facebook do have the option to mute somebody for 30 days just sidebar so um you know just muting people or just kind of taking that time out to learn some things about yourself or learning to do some new things that you want to do is very helpful so i do thank y'all ladies for that you know with those answers which you know of course the name of the event is called let me adjust my crown so these are ways that these ladies in their own way how they're adjusting their crowns in their own right so now we're going to open the floor for questions look like i saw only two questions but if any questions else arise within these next five minutes y'all do y'all can right into the chat box any questions comments or anything that you guys would like to say before we move to the next um segment so first question um looks like this was miss tara hashtag going for a global she stated how do you stay up to date with what's going on in your fields i don't think she suggested which person could answer but um everyone can answer if they would like Um, I can go ahead and go then, I guess. Um, so just like with any other thing, whether it's fashion or whatever it else, you usually keep up with those trends by keeping your ear to the street, so to speak, right? And right now in our world, social media is one of those ways to do that. 
Um, that's the biggest way, right? That's the most popular way to kind of keep your ear to the streets. But another way that I kind of, I actually do market research a lot of the times. And I actually have paid people to do market research for me. You can go on Fiverr and they can, somebody can do a whole market research report for you and tell you not just, you know, social media is more of a way to emotionally see what's the trend and, and it's all kind of subjective and emotional. But actually doing market research for whatever area or field that you are into um and you there's people who can do that virtually inexpensive on sites like fiverr but it keeps you with real data right like real raw data so that you're not making your decisions on what's trendy and what you think is in the market you're actually able to figure out what that really is what that really looks like what the numbers are what is actually what does your market and what's the trend for that so whether it's you know your market is going up or it's going the outlook is here the outlook is there this is how it's changing i think it's important to kind of kind of do it both ways from a subjective view and emotional view and also from a viewpoint that is of you know actual using raw data and facts and so i just think that it's important to stay in tune with your customers whether it's using your insights your instagram insights and it's keeping up with what's going on in your industry and keeping up what's going on with your competitors and when i say that i mean not in a way to compete right because everyone has their own lane if there could be 50 other um people that do what you do but that doesn't necessarily make them your competition but it's important to stay in tune with your competitors so that you are always in tune with your market and your field and and all of that so those are some ways that i kind of see what's the trend but it's actually just a big part of researching and when you you know as an entrepreneur i'm a big believer and it goes back to everything and outsourcing right you can't do everything you, it's impossible for you to do everything and be everything and you're not good at everything. And when you realize that, you realize that it's important to outsource. So that's kind of why I outsource that market research side of it sometimes because I'm not the best at that. Like, that's not my thing. I can figure out what's going on through Instagram because I can do that. But actually pulling data and numbers and all that kind of stuff, I don't do that. So I, I outsource that out. Um, and so for me, that's just kind of some things that I do to stay with what's going on and stay in tune with my customers is using data to do that. Great, great answer. And I think I'm looking to that fiber, y'all. That was a shameless plug because a lot of people use this fiber. Um, basically, Patiba, would you like to tell what fiber, briefly, what fiber is just for the listeners yes. that aren't over there? Okay, so it's Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, -R. and when we, it's a, it's a site that has a lot of people that freelance different things, right? So I have hired virtual, I've used virtual assistants off of there. I have gotten people to do market research for me. I have gotten people to do press kits for me. I have got, you can find someone, I've even gotten people to edit my papers off of there, right? You can find someone it's F-I-V-E-R-R. -R. You can find someone on there that can virtually do anything. And those virtual assistants are so helpful because when you're managing 50 million businesses, in my case, um, a podcast, a trucking company, now the consulting and got a full-time job and just started grad school. So, right, I got 
all those different things going on. It's important for me to outsource. So that's why I love Fiverr because I can do that. I have a virtual assistant sometimes. She could go in, she could do my, manage my social media. She could do this, she could do that. I, I don't have to always be my, have my hand in it because right now um, the, the season is over for my podcast, but I have someone that's going to be managing that social media for me and managing different things to keep me in tune, right? Um, and to keep me going because that's that I'm glad it is over with because I have all of these other things going on. So I think that that's the, the key, but I love Fiverr for that reason. And that's why I love to tell people about it because as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, we sort of feel like we got to do everything. And if you are a uh, master, you know, if you're a jack of all trades, you are a master of none, right? So mm -hmm. sometimes you just can't do it all. And that's why I use that service heavily. Okay. Thank you, Fatima. And for that shameless plug of fiber, looks like Miss Terry had mentioned it too. All right. Um, next, either Khadija or Erica. Same question. Um, what I use, I do the same thing as far as, well, I'm, I'm currently doing market research. Um, I've also hired somebody to help me with that because, you know, like she said, you can't wear all the hats, even though you may try to, you have to get the help that you need if you're not able to do a particular thing at that particular time. And so, um, I also, you know, follow my competition. You know, I, I see what, um, other car, for instance, car makers are doing as far as, um, like even just ads that they may be putting out for a particular holiday or, you know, whatever is going on at that particular time. And I just try to try to apply that and, you know, make it better as well to my own personal brand, you know, so, um, and then I, I do a lot of YouTubing as well. I'll watch a gazillion videos to, um, just get inspiration or, um, you know, learn new things, not to do it like they do it, but just to learn different crafts and just um, apply just fundamental tools to what I'm doing to grow my business. And um, like she said, uh, Facebook, Instagram, that stuff too, so. Perfect, perfect. Um, when you had mentioned about like being on YouTube, I automatically thought about people kind of remixing um, what they learn. Because a lot of times what people don't understand is, um, a lot of products are basically kind of repetition, but in its own little quaint way. So what may work for someone, it may see one thing is beautiful. Another person is saying, mm, I kind of see what they kind of went with it, but I kind of want to do it this way. So um, putting your own flavor or your own spin on it. Love that, Khadija. Next is Miss Erica. Um, so what I do recently learned, uh, I'm Oh, excuse me. I have a um, coaching group that I'm in, and she told me something so simple. She told us, shared something that was so simple. Um, ask your client, ask your customer, you know, ask them what they want instead of trying to figure out what they want. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is ask them. Um, you can. And that's your research. That's your, you know, you can ask them, you know, what they're interested in. You have a boutique. What what are they looking for for the summer? Um, what colors do they like? 
you know, whatever, whatever applies to whatever field that you're in, you really just need to ask, you know, your tribe or group what it is that they want. Instead of, you know, like they say, you don't have to reinvent the wheel because you're not, we're, as business owners, we're not doing anything that hasn't already been done. We're not selling anything. We're not providing any type of service that is not already out there. Um, so we really just need to connect with our customers and our clients and see what it is that they want and what they want us to provide for them. Um, another thing that I, I enjoy doing is networking. I love um, talking with other business owners, um, whether they're in my field or in another field. Um, I love just, you know, sharing information with them, um, you know, what seeing what they do that works for them. You know, I let them know that what works for me and, you know, we might be, you know, collabing on something and, and, you know, it works for both of us. Or they might let you know something that you've never tried before that they've had experience with and, you know, you may can apply it to your own business. So I like to um, talk with other business owners, other entrepreneurs and see what they're doing um, and just trying to, you know, just kind of um, – Compare notes, um, you know, not stealing ideas, <laughs> but uh, just, you know, just talk business. I mean, I mean, you have to, like I said, you have to know who you can talk with about that also. So, you know, just having those people, you know, having a mentor or having a coach or having a group that you're in, that you can kind of bounce ideas off of and see what works and doesn't work. Um, it's also a good way to kind of um, find out, you know, what's going on in your business and keeping up to date with what um, is trending in your business. Most definitely. Christy, can I piggyback off of that for a second? Sure. Sure. I love that she said, you know, your tribe, right? Because I think and that we're none of us are doing something that hasn't already been done. So I love that she said that because it's true. And that's why I kind of tell my clients when I'm, you know, consulting them or whatever the case may be, you have to incorporate you into your business because there are 7 billion people in the world, but there's only one you. And people want to buy from you because it's you, right? And so I love that she said, like, ask your tribe, ask those people in your target market, you know, what they want. Pay attention to on your website, what they're searching in the, the keys, like what are they looking for? That's another way if you can't physically talk to every last one of them to really see. And so I think when people, I love that she said collaboration too. I think it's important to understand that the key is collaboration, not competition, right? Because you know, you can collaborate, you can learn so much from everyone around you. And even though she may be a consultant and I may be a consultant, my market is niche to this way and her market is niche to this way and we can learn from each other. You get what I'm saying? So 
it's, mm-hmm. it's, if you get into your head, and I love that she pointed that out, that it is important to think about collaboration, not competition, because if you are secure in what you're doing, I think that it's, it's, if you're secure in yourself and you've incorporated you into your business and you have your tribe and you focus on that tribe, then you don't have to worry about competition because they're buying from you because you put you into the business. And so I think a lot of people forget that and they say, well, I don't want to do a hair company because everybody have a hair company, but everybody's not you and everybody won't bring that story to that hair company. Yes, she may have a boutique, but her story is different behind her hair company. And so that's why I love when entrepreneurs put their story behind it and let their audience see that because if you don't, then they you're just another hair company or you're just another boutique. And so I, I really appreciate Erica for bringing that up yes which is great also she mentioned about discernment a little bit um sometimes you do have to know who can you talk to about business and who can you not because right now it's kind of where we um are in a place where we are kind of uncertain with idea of uncertainty, there are people that are anxious. Anxiety of, you know, just saying, well, I, I don't have a job right now, or I, I'm, I'm just trying to put something after to make a quick book. Um, one thing about entrepreneurship is going to come out, okay? So if you're trying to make a quick dollar, you it, it's going to show, okay? It's going to show in everything that you do. It's going to show in your marketing. It's going to show in how you connect with people. It's even going to show when things get tough. So, um, you know, it's just something to think about and consider. Um, now, I will say, because we got, I think, it's three questions out there, um, and I'm going to let, like, each of the panelists, I think one was geared towards Fatima, then I'm going to put one question on Erica and one question on Khadija, if that's okay to the audience, um, just for time purposes, because we got, like, another little segment in here we do want to make sure we get to for that 9 o'clock, because I do want to make sure y'all get out by 9 or before 9. All right, so um question in the chat which i am happy that you know you guys are very engaged in what's going on um looks like on here i have a question to fatima um fatima i think this was from amanda um you said you are a travel enthusiast 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 tongue tie y'all sorry what do you do with that and what are some business venture ventures that involve being a travel enthusiast Travel is a passion of mine as well. Okay, thank you for the question. So what I mean, I, I, I enjoy traveling. It's everything to me. I, I love to, if it wasn't for Corona, my goal is always to be in at least another country every other month, every month, right? So I love it. Um, so the what I do with traveling enthusiasts is, is a couple of things. I started off um, just trying to do YouTube and YouTube really wasn't for me. So, but that is a big way that people do it is they become YouTube bloggers and bloggers and, or they have travel blogs. Um, some people go the travel agent route where you, you could just help people book their trips and you, you are an independent travel agent or you're a travel agent and you make commission off booking uh, trips for people. Um, in my case, I am a podcaster and my goal is to inspire those 
around me and my community to travel and see the world. And I provide various travel hacks and tips and tips and all of that kind of thing. And so that's kind of how I put my travel enthusiasm to the mix. Um, some people are just travel influencers via Instagram, social media. They can get you know, paid that way. And there's different things like that. Some people host retreats in different places as well um, to, you know, make money doing it that way. It's a good way to combine what you love or just traveling with um, making some money. Another way that people really um, use that or incorporate their traveling into it is um, they are, um, they host I said host retreats, but there's another way where you can host group trips, right? And they make money that way and they do what they love. And so I think it's, it's so many different ways that one could incorporate that. For me, I love the inspiration side, which is why I do it via the podcast. I love to just inform people about it and connect them with other, other travel enthusiasts so that they are inspired. So I typically, my niche is focusing on those people who are new to traveling or they are aspiring to travel. And my goal is to kind of get them there. So it's just so many different ways that you can go about it. Instagram is a big way to do it and travel agency is a big way to do it as well. Perfect. All right. Look like the next thing, which I'll let them um, give their contact information at the end after these questions. So um, next is going to be Ms. Brianna Reed. Um, Brianna stated, I'm currently in college and I graduate this coming year. Kudos. Congratulations on that. How long after college did it take you ladies? Um, to really get into your entrepreneurship and business that you have. So uh, with time, which I'm not going to be too hard on time because y'all all are enjoying y'all so much. So I'm going to definitely pass this question on to Khadija. Um, if you could tell how long it took for you to get into your business. So when I was the last year that I was in school, in college, um, that's actually when I started my business, is the last year. And um, I started showing my reading cards to professors at Alcorn. And um, from then on, once I got finished with Alcorn, it was a full-blown business. I was officially in business by the end. And ever since then, I've been going strong. Cool. All right, and the next question, hold on, oh, wait, what am I doing, y'all? Okay, so the next question is, Kiara. Kiara said, I'm finishing my last semester of college. Okay, congratulations, and I started my business roughly a year ago. I think it takes a lot of discipline and motivation. You want to really believe in yourself and your business, whatever that may be. Oh, I thought that was a question. But yes, kudos to that. Um, did anybody want to kind of tag on and give her some inspiration? Erica, if you want to drop some some gems, um, especially Benny, out of the three of the panelists, 
um, you had like the most years of experience of boutiques. Just, and... say, just say I'm the oldest Christy. I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you got wisdom, girl. But like, like wine, wine gets better with time. <laughs>
like I said, being outgoing might not be your thing, but if you're going to run a business or sell a product or offer your services, you definitely need to know how to communicate with mm -hmm. these people that you're trying to um, get to support you or get to buy from you. Because without them, you're not going to make any money. So, um, you know, please, I, I've run across, you know, I've only bought from, from black businesses um, this year. And I've run across a lot of, um, of bad experiences. Uh, please, please don't promise somebody something that you know you can't deliver. Uh, <laughs> don't don't try to go above and beyond your skill set, you know, trying to make a dollar. If you know that that's not your thing, if you know that that's not something that, uh, you know, you can do, uh, you know, just um just say you know i can't help you with that but i may know someone that can or i can do a b and c but can't do you know d e f whatever the case may be um you know just like i said especially when you're starting off just be mindful of of your customer service because we get I, and i've seen this you know social media we get a, a black business get a bad rap for customer service and when you don't give them a good customer experience they are going straight to social media with it mm -hmm. so i just want to put that out there and and let you you know be we are mindful of that as a you know as a black business perfect and you said something right on you you hit the nail right on the head about the customer service because some <laughs> people really do um I know some people be itching for a bad experience sometimes. And yeah. then sometimes sometimes some people just have bad days. And then other mm -hmm. times it's just people that, you know, that's why I don't support black business no way. Or that's why I, I'm just going to take my money X, Y, and Z. So, it, you know, it means a lot um, to learn just basic customer service skills. And if you just don't know basic customer service skills, hey, look, you got fiber. You got, um, you also have, um, I can't think of the name of the program. I'll put it in this, uh, in this chat, y'all. It, it's a program where you can learn things on demand. They got three months free. So you can go in there and learn anything that you, um, work media, how to do things appropriately so that you are, um, in decency and in order, as the old folks say of the church. So just, yes, skills, skills share. That's what it is, Tara. Thank you for saying, thank you for putting that, that in there. Skills share. The name of the program is Skillshare. It is nine months, uh, not nine months, three months free. Um, real, really good programming. Um, they got anything from photography, how to even make your Instagram photos pop y'all like they actually give you the, the tips the real tips on how to make things work so look that's there's three months it's 90 days free service um you never know where that 90 day out of the 90 days of attending those places on demand may take your business it may go from um just you being online and trying to um get you know get yourself together up till now you you really 
you're really making things happen. So, um, and then also too, there are always plugins, especially if you own boutiques and things like that, where you got an online website, they have plugins, um, different programs, like say for instance, if you hate walking, um, going to the post office almost every week, especially like those boutique owners or people that actually provide different services, um, they get tired of paying those very, very, very expensive shipping costs. They have ship station. Um, they have um, other programs, plug-in programs that give you discounts on shipping things. Um, they have other automotive, automotive things. Um, like say, for instance, if you want to post and it wants to go to all of your social media sites at one time, um, they have apps like that. They have apps for um, emails. If you want to, you know, like you create a, a list and you want people to um, get your emails at a given time, it sends the link to your shop it or whatever you got, it, all of that is in one place. So it's kind of nowadays to where it's kind of no excuse to kind of make that connection. And then plus, like, a, like we said, you got your fiber where you want to pay a physical person um, to get yourself together, that, that study those marketing things where you don't have time to do so. Because of course, like these ladies said, all three of them said they work nine to five. I do as well. So it's like, you know, we can't sit up and try. I mean, of course, we're going we gonna, we're gonna to invest. Invest is important. You're going to invest. You're going to invest in what you want. But also, too, you do need that assistance. You can't do it all by yourself. You don't know. You don't have all the answers for it. So, um, that's just something to uh, think about. Um, let's see. Look like we got, and thank you, Tara, for putting that in there about Skillshare. And look like pirate ship is one of the things Shay says she uses. She says everything. Um, look like we got a couple of more comments. So here, Bella said this is some great advice. Shay was uh, educating Brianna over here. And then we have Miss Sharita. She said, yes, you can be in business with one million other people that do the same exact thing. However, each of you will, will attract different people because we are all unique. And also, too, we all see things differently. Like, of course, we got these algorithms with social media that we don't kind of see everybody's stuff at the same time. So, um, you know, hey, it is what it is. And let's see if there's any other comments. Look like iPhone said you also can outsource customer service help through Fiverr virtually, and it's inexpensive. Yes, indeed it is. But I think sometimes I saw some of them, I think it was something that said it was like five, as low as $5. So, hey, you know we got $5. So, you can make it happen. And customer service can be taught. Yes, indeed, Ms. Baker. Customer service can be taught. If there's not any other questions, comments, or concerns, I'm going to let the panelists tell how the, uh, you guys can connect with them. I'm going to put it in the chat box so that you guys can follow and get in touch with them, okay? If it's not anything else, I'm going to let them do that. And then after that, we're going to bring Ms. Shea back on so that she can do our com nice commercials with our business people. And then after that, we got some good little surprises, okay? So first, we're going to uh, let Ms. Fatima give her contact information on how to reach her. Okay, um, I can be reached on, I'm off Facebook right now, but um, I can be reached on Instagram at the pretty wanderer underscore. 
That is the uh, information to my podcast. You can also follow me for my business coaching services, which will be officially launched in August. But And I already kind of have a group that I'm coaching now. Uh, but you can follow me at the Ambition Academy underscore. Or my personal page is at Passports and Prada. So that's, that's how you can reach me. Say that, that, that other one about your academy. The Ambition Academy underscore. And I can put it in there if I need to. Oh, I'm typing it. I already got you, girl. All right. All right. Do you have any upcoming events or projects, anything that you got going on? Definitely want them to know if you do. Um, yeah, so my group coaching program and course will be officially launching in August. I have a group right now that I'm, that my beta group, my people who are going through everything now, they're just going to make sure that it's perfect by the time I release this course. But the course will essentially, it is a guide. It is a full course on all my experiences and things that I know work where how you can eventually start a business while working a nine to five effectively. Um, and so it is, it's a comprehensive course from the beginning stages all the way to launching. And so that's in the process now. The masterclass will be free. So as soon as everything is ready for that, if you follow my page, you'll be the first to know at the Ambition Academy underscore. And the season finale for my travel podcast is actually um, airing tomorrow. Well, technically midnight tonight. Um, okay. And so that will be the season finale and I'll be doing little things in between time, but uh, that's pretty much uh, my focus right now. Okay. Awesome. And Miss Erica? Okay. I am on um, Facebook and Kirby Chic Boutique. Uh -huh. <laughs> I got some Okay, <laughs> Kirby Chic Boutique, and um, my business consulting page is Purpose Driven Consulting, and I am on Instagram, um, Purpose Driven Consulting, and the boutique page is Kirby Chic LLC. Okay. You got anything going on? Knowing you do, better talk about that paint part. <laughs> yes, I'm um myself and another um business owner just put together a pop up and paint party. Um, that'll be in August in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, I know a lot of our uh, viewers are in Mississippi. So uh, those tickets are available on Eventbrite. It's called Pop Up and Paint. And we will be having uh, painting. You'll be allowed to paint, shop, and we'll also have a DJ and refreshments as well. So it's kind of just like a ladies' night out. Um, that's going to be August 29th. And we're hoping that um, the, the environment stays safe enough that we are able to have it um you know of course we're going to be um using our safety precautions and 
wearing masks and I have a uh, disposable mask there. Um, if you don't have masks and all of that and the hand sanitizer and whatnot. So we're going to stay as safe as possible. Um, but um, we're going to try to have a, a, a nice night out. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And the last but not least, Miss Khadija. Yeah, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Designs by Deej. And Deej is D as in David, I as in Ice Cream, J as in John. So all across social media platforms is Designs by Deej. Um, and yeah, that's how you can find me. My personal page is Sing underscore. I don't remember if it's two underscores or one, but Sing Girl Sang and then try to underscore is you'll we'll find me. <laughs> Perfect. Do you have anything going on? Definitely you want to talk about your your um, men's line. I mean, the men's product that you dropped, recently dropped. Yes, and um, actually, you put it. You put same girl saying it's same girl saying underscore. Father God. Um, no, you could. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yes. Yeah, so I was. A lot of people thought I was just specifically catered to women when it came to came to my illustration designs. So I just literally, I just recently um, released a collection for the gentlemen. And so in this climate where, you know, social injustices and police brutality is rampant, um, I have something special to remind the men that they matter as well. And um, they have unique, um, it's a unique illustrations and then words coming from each strand of their hair that just reminds them who they are. So y'all should definitely check that out on my social media, on the website. Awesome. So let's give a little um, round of applause for these wonderful ladies. They've dropped a lot of gems, um, which is the meat of the event. However, it's a little bit more that we have to go. Um, so with that, we're going to um, allow Miss Shay to come back on. She's going to introduce um, our sponsors for this amazing event. I do appreciate each and every one of these wonderful ladies that um, pour into this event, okay? All right, wait one second. Gonna allow Ms. Shay to be the host at this point. Right, so I just want to say that um, I have adopted all of the panelists to be my business bestie. So I'm gonna find you all on IG and send you a DM because you know that's how they say you got to DM the people, don't just follow them. Um, yes, I'm all for this tribe. Let me join y'all tribe and so we can help each other. All right, so um. <clears throat> We had a few people to leave, so I'm gonna announce them first. That if that's okay with um, Christy, just so that the individuals that's here they could uh, speak for themselves. Um, let me go up here. Just one. agency. They are a public relations company that help their clients with their story right in front of target audience. 
by utilizing the videos or quick interviews, creating campaigns more. They will pitch your store, your product, and your service. So make sure you all get in contact with them. They leave their um, social media handles or anything, Christy? Um, wait, yes, uh, she did. So hold on one second, you guys. Here it is here. All right, so I'm going I'm to read it off. I'm also going to put it in the group. So the website is www.getgetinfinitepr.com. On Facebook is Infinite Creative Boutique Agency, and on Instagram is Get Infinite PR. All right, that's a lot to write down for. I just get have a check box later. Okay, um, another sponsor that we have is Roxy Baker. Her business is Ravishing Treasures. She is a paparazzi consultant for over three years. She is an executive director with the company and she really loves it. She loves to sell the $5 jewelry to beautiful women and she is looking to build her team. She would like for you all to check her out on Facebook at Ravish Ravishing Treasures VIP group. Her pieces are the bomb, she says, and she will hook you up with a fabulous set. Again, that is Ravishing treasures vip group so you all make sure y'all look her up on facebook join her group if some if some of you all are looking to get into a business that you can just get your products and get selling i think paparazzi is good because a lot of people doing it right now all right so the next we have girls to women mentor program are they here i feel like we at church <laughs> I'm, I'm here okay come on Hi, y'all. How y'all doing? Um, thank you, Christy. I have enjoyed every moment of this. So thank you for having me on. Um, I am Bianca Foster, founder and mentor for Girls to Women. And I run a summer camp, a mentoring all-girls summer camp right now. We are online um, via Zoom due to the world going crazy right now. So um, just here to plug in, if you have a daughter from ages 5 to 17, we are opening camp back up for the month of July. You can find out more information on our website or on our Facebook page. At our Facebook, I mean, our website is www.g2wmentors.com. And on Facebook and Instagram at G2W Mentors. And it's an amazing program. And I'm just um, glad to be a part of this and glad to um, go into what I do and spread my wings and spread all this good positive energy into young girls. So thank y'all. Panelists, y'all were amazing. So thank y'all. That's awesome. Now, I think your um, some of your website got cut off. I think you're having a connection problem. So what was the website again? Um, it's www.g2w mentors.com and i'll put it in the chat box okay that's awesome and you are located in mississippi as well jackson yeah i'm sorry i'm in i'm in jackson mississippi 1950 flowers drive all right girl i'm gonna have to come out and see you when i come back to town <laughs> thank you okay so we um next we have miss christine fitz davis Is she on?
Okay, not sure if she's here, so we'll come back to see. Um, um, next, we have Project Fab. Hi, everybody. All right, Project Fab, come through. <laughs> My name is Carlisa Jenkins. I'm the owner of Project Fab. We are an online accessories boutique. Um, AKA known as the pink store, all things pink and pretty. And we offer trendy accessories for everyday women, whether you want to show up at brunch, a date night, girls night, you know, things like that. But all things pink and fabulous. Um, you can reach me at Facebook, Project Fab, Instagram, underscore Project Fab. And my website is www.projectfab.net. Thank you. I'm doing everything. Thank you, Christy. Panelists, y'all are amazing. All right. Did you share your um, social media? Yes. Do I need to put in the chat? Yes, that'll probably be best. That way, okay. um, go back and get it. Thank you so much. And I love your um, bow tie. That is so cute. Thank you, girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Next, we have luxury class. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yes, ma'am. You did. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I'm not sure if you can see me. I don't know what's wrong with my webcam at the moment. But I really, and first of all, I want to say thank you to Christy. And I really do did enjoy the panelists and a lot of the information that was provided tonight. But what my company is, it's a hair extension company. I like to refer to it more as a beauty brand. Um, so you're able to purchase hair extensions, edge control, lashes, uh, hair growth oils, and different things of that such. And so what I'll do is post my social media handles in the chat as well, but I can also provide them to you. And my IG is at the luxury class. And my Facebook is at the luxury class. I'll spell it out because it's spelled a little different. And um, my webpage is www.theluxuryclass.com. And so again, I provide all that in the chat as well. And I'm actually located in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I've been doing this about a year. So it was great to hear you all's feedback. Okay, awesome. Make sure um, to go and check out and get us some hair, baby, and some lashes. Okay, and um, next we have Mind OK PLLC. Are they on? Yes. Hey. We are. <laughs> Hello? Yes, we're here. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, I'm Dr. Brittany Jones, professional name, um, but I'm Brittany Jones, and my business partner is Sharita Kincaid. I think she's on, too. Sharita? I am. Sharita Kincaid, LCSW. And so we have a company called Mind OK PLLC. And I'm sorry, my daughter is having a concert in the background. But um, we have a therapy company. And so we focus on individual therapy, group therapy, family, and um, marital counseling. And so it was really important that you guys mentioned mental health because that's what we do on a day to day basis. Um, we came up with the name Mind OK because as women we make sure that our health is okay we make sure our um hair is okay we make sure our bag is good and all that stuff but how often do we focus on our minds so um that's what we do um therapy counseling uh, we do face-to-face -face and we do tele telehealth so we 
You know, if you don't want to come into the office, we provide those services online. And Sharita? <laughs> yes. So basically, uh, it's exactly what Brittany said. We provide mental health services. Um, we're focusing more on doing a little more um, networking events and things to get people to open up more to our mental health and actually go into mental health. Uh, we wanna be a part of the movement that helps break the stigma. Um, a lot of people to discuss the climate that we're in right now with everything going on with COVID-19 to Black Lives Matter and all of the different injustices. And so we wanna be a part of the uh, change that's gonna come with it, with helping people to address all the different trauma that they've experienced as a result of all these things that we're all experiencing as a whole right now. So we're, we have some things in place that we're working on as well to offer to address those different things. And I just want to say that this has been an awesome opportunity. I've enjoyed this dialogue and hearing from everybody on the panel, hearing the different perspectives, because this is a lot of the stuff that we discuss, like Brittany said, on a day-to-day -day, um, amongst other clinicians. So it's good to know that young ladies like yourself who are in business also understand the importance of taking care of your mental health. And self-care. Self-care is one thing that we definitely um, want to encourage everybody on this panel to do more of, because we always, all of us can always do more of it. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm going to do me a little shameless plug and invite you all on my podcast, which is what's coming out of your mouth for Mindset Mondays. Um, that's kind of what we talk about, mental health and um, changing the stigma. So I would love to have you all on too, women, boss girls having a business and trying to change the culture so please um if you all are interested i would love to have you all on the show to um push the, um, your business out there and let people know that you all have this and that option especially the man option i think that's awesome because we know a lot of people um are still afraid to go to therapy right so kudos to you all that is so awesome thank you and we'll right. reach out to you we yes, definitely Okay. And did you all give us your social media or how to connect with your business? Oh, uh, yeah. So Facebook is Mind Okay PLLC. Um, on Instagram is Mind underscore Okay Therapy. And then we're located here in Jackson. We have an um, office space off of Edge, uh, 391 Edge Terrace, um, Edgewood Terrace. And so it's over there by Chestnut. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but um, we'll put all our stuff under the chat as well. Awesome. Y'all rock tonight. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay. So next we have um, Dolly's food truck. And we can't sample none of the food. I mean, <laughs> well, tell us what you got. <laughs> are they on? Okay, so maybe um, they're not here, so I'm sure um, that Christy can share their information so we can find them on Facebook and IG, and if whoever is local to the area, they could go and try some of their food. All righty, well, we're going to keep moving along. Hopefully, I didn't miss anyone. Um, did, I, did Christine Phipps, did she end up coming in, or she's not here? Okay, maybe she's not here. Okay, hold on. 
All righty. So um, next we have a beauty demonstration with Miss KB. Are you on and ready, Miss KB? Yes, I'm here. Just want to get this together really quick. Okay, and can you just sorry. tell us um, about your business while you're getting ready? I'm sorry. Uh, my name is Kanisha. Everyone here calls me KB. I am the owner of Taylor Tresses. I am residing in Vicksburg, Mississippi, originally from Baltimore, Maryland. And today we are going to be doing a finished look, a finished look, basically a styling tutorial. I came up with finished looks as a course. I had a range of finished look courses that I came up with because like I believe I heard Khadija mention, she was browsing and she saw a market for that. So I felt that it was an opportunity to teach some finished looks. And this is geared towards current and aspiring wig makers, wig artists, wig designers, wig connoisseurs, wig enthusiasts to help them sell their product because finished looks is what people online look at. And because of the times that we're in right now, everyone's online, everyone's shopping, and people are wild by finished looks. So I'm here to show you guys one of the courses that I offer and I'm gonna go ahead and get started. Okay, before you get started, is it a way that you could do something on your screen to put it in speaker view? That way you're on the big screen. I don't know if we can do that from our end. Speaker view. Uh, can you tap it at the top? Mm, okay. Are you so, on the phone or I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Okay. Uh, can I do my uh, phone sideways? Yeah. yeah, do it sideways and make sure you got the yeah. Press the thing that allows yeah. your screen to flip when you flip it. Let me do that now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I had to unlock my screen. Okay. Is that better? Can you guys see? Yeah, I think that's a little better. Okay. Okay, is that better for you guys? You guys hear me? Because I, yeah, I, I think so. a, lot of, uh, a lot of the speaking was going in and out, so I'm not sure if that was my phone or if it was just the app. Am I good? Yes, ma'am. All right, so as you guys can see, Lucy has half her head already done. And again, this was something that I came up with just to help aspiring and current wig makers and even those that are styling their hair at home. So to get right into it, like I said, I already did half the head. So the first thing you wanna do is section your hair into four sections. That's the easiest way to avoid hair getting in the way, getting frustrated because it's falling. Make sure you got your clamp to clamp that hair out the way and you pick up a section and you get started. We're gonna be using a basic size curling, a curling iron. You can get this on Sally's or online. This is a 
one and one fourth curling iron that we're going to be using today. One of the mistakes that wig makers or people that do hair or people that just are not familiar with doing a uniform curl, one of the mistakes that they make is they start the curling down here. They start down here and then they curl all the way up and then when they let it go, they're upset or they're frustrated because it's not a, a uniform curl. So what you want to do is pick that hair up and you go in with the curler halfway off of the base. I don't know if you guys can see that, but you go halfway off of the base. And since we're working on the left side of the head, you want to make sure that the ends of the hair is closest to the tip of the curling iron. So basically, you're going in, and you start to flick the wrist. I'm sure you guys are familiar with flicking the wrist. When stylists say that, it's true. It's definitely in a flick of the wrist. So as you turn, you're basically feeding the hair into the curling iron. So it's a flick and a twirl, flick and twirl. And you do that until all of the hair is fed into the curling iron. Making sure the ends of the hair is closest to the tip of the curling iron and then you hold it for a second. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and then you let it go. Make sure if you want the curl to be tied up when you finish your look, then you clamp it. If you want to loose the look, you go in with a bigger burl curl or you don't pin it at all. And this is something that we're going to do on the entire side of the left, the entire side, left side of the head, excuse me. And this is a bit repetitive. So if you guys have questions or comments, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, some of the ladies are saying that you are teaching us tonight. That was perfect for Tima. She said she told you um, that you were going to be teaching her. Um, somebody else said they didn't know that. I think you're teaching all of us because you know we all um, teach and re-teach when we have to be, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. But um, to know that method that you're showing, that's awesome. Thank you. I'm glad that it's helpful and you guys are enjoying it. And like I said, it's pretty repetitive. It is something that a lot of people are not familiar with, but once they like see it, they get the hang of it. Again, you're going to be going in halfway off of the base. And since we're on the left side of the head, you want to make sure the end of the hair is closest to the end of the curling iron. And then you're going to flick the wrist. You're going to Flick and twirl, flick and twirl. That's a great way to remember how to do this. This is a flick and a twirl. As you twirl, as you flick, I'm sorry, you're lightly opening up that clamp. So it's just a, a, you know, a little press. That's all you're doing. And then you're feeding in that hair into the burl curl. Okay, are you using any products? So I also didn't, uh, I didn't know if I was gonna have enough time for all of that, but I went in first with Shaper Spray. Shaper Spray is also available at Sally's. Actually, if you guys decide to take time out, I have an ebook, which is basically a wig essentials list. And this list is basically everything you would ever need to start your wig business or take your current wig business to the next level. It has everything that you would need to brand as far as looks to attract potential customers to want to purchase your finished wigs and things of that sort. 
So, and it's free. So if you guys decide to check that out, I'll be sure to put my link in the chat box so that you guys can check that out as well. And the yes, technique. Honey, that's awesome. The tech, thank you so much. The technique that I am doing is actually from finished look volume two. And to go further into detail with this, with this look, you're going to be curling down with the whole time. So you're curling downward. Since we're on the left side of the head, ends of the uh, hair is closest to the tip of the curling iron. You're going to flick and twirl. You're going to do that the entire time. If you want tighter curls, then you pin it and let the curl set. If you want to loose a curl, then you don't pin it. You hold it for a second and you let it down. Okay, so where do you do your classes at for anybody who may want to? Did you say you do classes, right? Yes, ma'am. These are classes that are available for enrollment online. Okay, so they are like an online class. Yes, ma'am. Okay, girl, that's awesome. Y'all rocking tonight. Like, I didn't know y'all was doing all this. This is so awesome. So, now so how long have you been doing this? Um, doing, doing what, hair? Doing hair and offering the courses. Uh, well, I just started the courses. I just launched the courses actually before we came out of quarantine and came back to work. So I just uh, launched those classes. So there, uh, those are the only classes that are available right now. Uh, in the near future, I plan on uploading our wig making classes. And the classes that will be available will be the hand stitching as well as machine making. And I wanted to do both of those because I know there's a popular time now of making wigs by machine, but I feel like don't downplay hand stitching. I feel like hand stitching is still an art. Mm -hmm. And you can still make a good hand stitch wig if you know, but you don't. So mm -hmm. there's plenty of people that are not really familiar with proper techniques to create a, a durable hand stitch wig and I'm here to help. <laughs> well awesome. You really you really helping some people out there. I need you to come on the podcast also. I just love um black women just out here killing the game and this is just so awesome i mean a lot of people are doing a lot of things now and a lot of people are birthing their businesses out of the quarantine so even though we're shut down and all this is going on but yeah. many people are getting creative and jumping on the things they've been wanting to do and i just think this is awesome and we want to really circulate that you are out here doing these bum hairstyles and giving these bum tutorials thank you i appreciate that yeah quarantine definitely uh was an eye opener for a lot Absolutely. of people, I like to say. A lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, again, this is what we're going to be doing. Also, to speak on more of the courses that I have, there are four, four courses available in the Finish Look series. You can purchase separately if you're interested. And you can also get a deluxe version that includes all of the tutorials plus a free layering lesson. I also have noticed based on just observing the market that a lot of wig makers and aspiring wig makers are afraid to cut. They're afraid to layer, but they want their curls to pop, as they say. Well, you gotta cut them layers. You gotta cut them layers. You gotta create a shape 
so that mm -hmm. those can come alive, so that temperature can come alive, so that when you catch those angles, you know, everybody goes crazy and and, and want to grab what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. That's true, but you know, you got to be careful with those seals because one wrong move is <laughs> over with. Yeah. yeah. So definitely. that's why people are nervous. Yeah, definitely <laughs> that. Definitely that. Definitely mm -hmm. that. But it's very in depth, it's very uh, step by step. So I think it'll be very helpful. Okay, so here's a little trick that I'm going to be doing at the top. If you notice up here, if you guys can see these. Last two curls up here are going downward, but facing, coming towards the face. Now we're doing that because I don't know if you guys noticed, but up and down social media, people are going crazy about the volume in the area of the bang and things like that. So if you're working on a closure, then you would do this in the area where you want your bang to be. Normally, the area closest to wherever your part is, middle or if it's on the side, then this is what you would do closest to the parting area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, a big bang. Girls are loving the whole big bang. So mm -hmm. now that we're in the closure area, what we are going to do is section this out. We're going to keep curling in the same direction, which is having the tips of the hair closest to the ends, the tip of the curling iron, since we're working on the left side of the head. And this this a little bit of cosmetology school. So because we want value, we're gonna over direct it this way. Over direct the piece of hair over this way. Continue to flick and swirl. Ends of the hair is closest to the curling iron. And you're gonna curl all the way down to the base. So how long do we leave the clips in if we want like tighter curls? Until it cool off. Okay. Yeah, just until it cooled off. Then you pin it and you let Now we're on the last piece. And you're going to do the same thing. Over direct that. Go in halfway away from the base. Ends of the hair closer to the tip of the curling iron. Look and twirl. Continue to feed your curling iron. Release and then pin. And then let that cool off. Now, I showed you guys how to curl when working on the left side of the head. But while working on the right side of the head with this curling technique, you're going to be curling downward and the ends of the hair are going to be closest to the curling clamp when you're working on the right side of the head. And then you do that the whole way around. And while we are letting the left side cool off, we are going to go ahead and take the pins out from the right side. See how we release that? We have a nice, tight, bouncy curl right here. 
That's because we pinned it. We did the curling technique to feed the curling iron and we pinned it, let it cool off. Now we got a nice little tight curl. guys have any more questions that would be great <laughs> um, I think they have any questions somebody just reiterating that you said the right side should be left closer to the clamp the left side should be closer to the tip I guess the ends of the hair so might have said go ahead when curling on the left side the ends of the hair are going to be closest to the tip of the curling iron when you're on the left side when you're on the right side, when you're on the right side, you're going to be curling with the ends of the hair closest to the curling plant when you're working on the right side. Somebody said this whole event is black girl magic. <laughs> I would agree. I agree. I agree. This is amazing and I appreciate that part. Yeah. Now we're going to go over to the other side. I'm dropping it. Sorry, guys. But yeah, I've really been enjoying myself. The panel was awesome. It was a great mm. It was very relatable. They touched on a lot of key points. <laughs> I enjoy seeing everybody speak. All right, so here's the part that everyone is waiting for all the time. They always look forward to this part. The comb out. So yeah, as we're here for. So, after you take your clips out, you take a wide tooth comb, and you go in, and you just comb it. Comb backward, run your fingers through it, tossle it. Let me try to get this on an angle so you guys can catch these layers up in here. This girl, she can't see the edges of this comb out. That's <laughs> how pretty that is. I'm trying to tell y'all, mm -hmm. layers to do that to you. Layers to do that to you. Yes, honey. We all need that. We're just going to wear it and pass it around. <laughs> <laughs> Run your fingers through it, comb through it. How long do you think the curls will last? So, this is hair from my high-end collection, my fur collection, and the curls in this hair holds so long. I'm talking about all day to the point you get home, you feel like you don't even need to roll it up. Oh, yes, honey, because you know we don't have time to be doing all that. But it is recommended. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <It is> recommended. <laughs> 
if it's recommended, if you want to preserve a look to just go in and finger roll it and pin it back how you just saw it. So you want to go in with that small tooth comb and get rid of the lines that you just had up there. But y'all see that, that volume up there? That's, that's what everybody be liking. So I'm like, okay. I like it too. Bring the head to the front. Now when, when I'm doing this, I'm talking to the wig artist, the wig designer, the wig connoisseur, the wig enthusiast, the master wig artist. Bring the hair to the front. I'm going to show it to y'all can see. Bring the hair to the front. And get your picture, wig artist. Get your picture. Do those angles, get people and feel like they want to purchase what you just created using your awesome ta talents and ability to create beautiful, ready to wear looks for those that can't look themselves. I wonder if I can turn my camera. Can I do a, can I switch my, turn my camera around? Yeah, yes, I can. Okay, able so, to. Uh -huh. so I also give uh, give tips on how to get your look sold. Angles are everything. Okay, so I try to encourage wig makers, current and aspiring, to make sure they get different angles. This is not only just to wow a potential customer but it's also for content you can post the same wig 10 different times until it's sold because people are in love with what you created mm -hmm. this is the finished look this is the finished look so if you are an aspiring or current wig artist or know someone who is Send them my way. We definitely will. So let us know how we can do that, please. Yes, ma'am. I will put that all in the chat box. I hope you guys okay. enjoyed this tutorial. Are, they are waiting. <laughs> Again, this was a lesson from volume two. This is also a... Uh, this was like a mixture of volume two and I believe volume three with the volume three has the technique for creating volume in a bang area and everything else is in volume two. So I did a mixture of uh, two courses, but those are available if you guys need some more tips and tricks to try to do this at home or on a client. Or if you want to share this with someone that you know are is in this field or aspiring to be in this field. And that's it. <laughs> All right. You rock that, sis. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So we're going to move along to our um, platinum, platinum sponsors. Let's see. And they are... Um, going global and made love i'm guessing that christy will um share their uh social media handles but we appreciate them sponsoring this event 
And lastly, we have um, a virtual fashion show by Crown Closet Boutique. All right, ladies, look like a child. You done got slayed. Our edges is gone. Mm -hmm. Baby hairs and everything gone. <laughs> oh, for that one. All right. Going for global. Miss Tara actually is in here. Um, if she wants to put her information um, in the chat box and if she wants to say a couple of words, if, if she would like. Because um, we still Come got on, time. Tara. Don't be shy. Okay, let's unmute. Hi, everyone. KB, girl, it's raining, but you know, I'm coming to see you. We, we let my scalp breathe for a minute. I really appreciate everybody's um, input. Thank you again, Christy, for organizing this. This was the perfect time for us to get together to share information and just be like a sponge. And so that's what I like to promote my business more for global. I want everyone to go There's no limit in which to doing so. So there's strategic coaching, there's life skills training for rehabilitating women and things to come. So you can find me on Instagram at she's underscore going for global. I'll leave it in the chat and I'm looking forward to interacting with you all soon. Thank you, Miss Tara. And crazily, which is our very, very ironic, I met Tara through Carlisa at one of Carlisa's events. So that was like, what, two, a year or two ago? So, you you know, you guys just, you never know who you may run across and how, like, from that experience, that networking experience, how long you guys' relationship could last. It's, it's network. That's yes. Yes. So is made love, and thank you, Tara. Is made love here? I know that was one of. I think KB was that your cousin or someone, um, from out of town who wanted to uh, be a part, be a sponsor. Yeah, that's her cousin. So, um, if she is not in the room, it's fine. I think made love. She sells products. Is that right? Yeah, she sells organic, uh, natural body soap and body butters and lotion she now has a lip scrub she also sells like um i guess you could say linen sprays mm -hmm. you guys i'm not saying this because she's my cousin because this is about my fifth time purchasing from her her product is amazing like i'm talking about the soaps mixed with the body butters are a great combination for your skin the soaps are beautiful. Half the time when I get my orders, I look at them for a week before I decide to use them because they're so pretty. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, she, she sends samples, which is really good. So my order is different each time because she sends a sample of something else and then I use it and I'd be like, oh, okay, when I order again, I need to go ahead and order that because I like this, I like that. And yeah, so you guys be sure to check her out. Awesome, awesome. So y'all heard that plug. Um, I think I've talked about everyone. I will say Amanda, I believe she has another business which was on the flyer. The name of it is, hold on one second, y'all, because some of y'all were like serial entrepreneurs. Y'all had like one or two. Um, hold on a second. 
because I do not want to miss anyone's business at this time. Um, I believe her other one was either anointed assistant or Miss Working Masterpiece. It's one or the other. And I think Miss, um, it was someone else who had too. I think Miss Christine, uh, Miss Christine Phipps also had one of the other. I don't want to mess them up, but they were all listed on the flyer. Um, what me and Miss Shea had talked about kind of back and forth privately is that I'm going to actually send y'all a list of everyone's social media um, handles who were a part of this event so that you guys can go back and follow and a copy of tonight's event. So you guys will get like a, you know, a record. Y'all can listen back to it um, at your own pace because it was a lot of information that was brought up during this event that you guys can take back and talk to your friends and talk to everyone about because this is a time where a lot of people have manifested some things that they never thought they could or didn't have the time for. So, um, you know, even though this is a period where there's a lot going on, it's still a time for us to kind of get back, reboot, and adjust our crowns. So, um, before we close out uh, with the fashion show, well, okay, we're going to do the fashion show first, which is very short. And then um, we'll go into, you know, if anybody got any comments, statements, um questions well probably not well if we got some letter questions we can handle those and just any um comments anyone has to make y'all can cut y'all mics on and you know just say your final parting words because this has been an amazing event we've been networking we've been vibing we've been having a good time everybody's learning everybody's enjoying everything and i'm just so excited to have like put something together that like honestly y'all i just I'm going to be honest. I write everything down. I tell everybody that. I write everything down. It goes in the Google Docs. This was one of the events. I carved it out. I wrote like what I wanted to happen. But again, I never know what the end of the event will be until the actual end of the event. So um, I just wanted women to network. Another, uh, just a part to the episode for the podcast. Because like, even with the podcast, I always wanted to just learn about women's stories and hear about the things and the trials they went through and how, you know, what their information helped someone else across the globe, which I will tell y'all, the podcast is pretty international. So evidently there are some people across this country that are trying to rock and roll like y'all are. So that is very amazing. Um, let me go on and try to drop this 